Welcome, friends, to Watch Closely, a weekly show where we take a closer look at the world of movies, television, and what's streaming. I'm your host, Jason, and as always, a man who knows that life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and look around once in a while, you can miss it. Ernie, how you doing? Dang, I am doing well. Thank you for asking. How are you today? I'm good. You always ask me that, and I'm always good. <laughs> well, it's good. Well, I mean, glad. what if one day that I ask you, you're going to be like, I'm doing terrible today. Like, I just didn't want to do the episode, but you forced me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It just becomes like this little thing. No, no. I, I know you're good. I just, That's you know, today. Today need, is the day. People need to know, you know. People want to know. <laughs> we have a little pattern, though. It's funny. We pick up on these little. Yeah, it, it's got to. I think that's a thing. I don't think I've I've listened to countless of podcasts, and usually they're always this weird back and forth in the beginning of the episode. That's like the beginning, you know. It's like. I know that, everyone fast forward, bro. Nobody wants to hear. Nobody wants to hear. I always <laughs> skip the intro of the song, never what they say. I like the oh, introduction because sometimes they'll say funny stuff like you have. So I don't know. But. <laughs> Except for today. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into what's new, Ernie. Tell me, tell me what's new in the world of movies. So, so we got a bunch of news, but the one that sticks out to us the most that we were actually discussing was the big purchase of MGM with Amazon, right? So Amazon just purchased uh, for $8.75 billion. That's crazy. Yeah, which is really crazy and ton of, that's a lot of money. The big thing that a lot of people I don't think are understanding is that I don't know if the deal has gone through yet. Yes, they probably bought it, but they first have to go through the government to like actually, you know. Oh, so it's not like a monopoly type of thing? Exactly. So they have to wait for that government approval before they even buy it. But I think it's probably going to go through. I don't see why it wouldn't. But um, Amazon is facing a new lawsuit because of the amount of power it holds on the online retail sector. So like it could fall. We don't know. But let's stop talking about that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> let's start talking about what it actually means for Amazon and the people, right? The number is $8.7 billion, which is a lot. But if you think Netflix is spending $17 billion just in 2021, so props for them for getting the number down to 8.7. And yeah, I mean, Amazon, I'm sure, is making way more than that. So it's not a huge purchase for them, but it's a significant purchase for sure. No, yeah, that's crazy. You're so right. Yeah, I totally forgot about that. Netflix is spending that much amount of money. They spent more on Whole Foods, right? They spent $13, <laughs> yeah, 13 billion on Whole Foods. Yeah, That's crazy. And, and it's nuts. Because Amazon, obviously, we all know what Amazon is, but like they have a ton of money. This is nothing to them. This is like pocket change. I feel like it, it, it's, it's not. Their, yeah, it's their second biggest pur purchase since they've since like Lord of the Rings, right? I believe. Am I wrong? Or I mean, I mean movies and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, for for mm -hmm. movies, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, I know. So now they own. Well, go, you're gonna get into it, but now they own Lord of the Rings and the James Bond franchise and all these other great like like properties. classic stuff going into it they're they literally are going to own four thousand films and about seven thousand television shows and so they have this big catalog of things that they can work and i think they can reimagine a lot of stuff and it, it's going to be interesting because like we always discuss the streaming war right now amazon has a a way different weapon up their sleeve right you're gonna have these classics because a lot of the old classic mgm stuff isn't on streaming or available to go purchase so the fact that they have this library to go through people are gonna be like i want to watch the old like james bond movies or i mean those are out but i'm just saying like stuff like robocop mm. and silence of the lambs the tomb raider series all the rocky stuff you know like creed and like the new stuff and pink panther is now gonna be owned by them there's just a ton of stuff easy yeah so I can see a lot of stuff getting rebooted or just being grouped into Amazon's, you know, umbrella now, right? They have the power to reimagine. Yeah, dude, I, I totally agree. And I think the reanimation of a lot of the shows that are like really old and bringing them to that digital streaming age is going to change a lot of people's perspective on where they want to go watch, <laughs> you know, where they want to subscribe. Yeah. So what do we think about this? Well, I'm excited. Um, it's kind of strange, you know, seeing Amazon just do this all randomly. I, I don't even see that there was a rumor or that MGM was selling, but I think the market for movies and theatrical releases are going to change to streaming. I think COVID and all this happening has really 
changed the way we uh, perceive or consume content. Um, <clears throat> not saying that they're not going to release movies in theaters. Obviously, uh, they still stated that James Bond will still release in movie theaters like it's planned. Well, that's good. But I don't know about everything else. I think we all want to be in the movie theaters, but I think some people are just now they're done with it. I don't think I've heard a lot of people go, let's go back to the movies. It's only the hardcore like movie fans are excited for it. Uh, I was just saying, it's interesting. I never thought about the repercussions of COVID because it's going to have a lasting effect where people are like, I don't really need to go outside as much anymore. Just bring it to my television. Uh, yeah, I guess that's true. There's probably a whole s subsection of people that are just, you know, I'm happy with everything being dropped off and delivered and I don't need to go outside. Which <laughs> is a bad way to live, but it's just some people are like that. We've gotten kind of comfortable with it though. Yeah. You know what I think though? I know you're asking like what I, what I think oh, about yeah, this. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. I want to know. I think Amazon's going after Netflix because right now, if you look at the streaming numbers, Netflix has about 207 million subscribers, and they're right there with 100 175 million subscribers for Amazon. So like adding that library, I think they're trying to become the dominant force in the streaming wars. Yeah, which is crazy to think because I I think I said in the last episode they're just they seem like such the underdog, right? You just have Prime Video because you have Amazon, but you don't think, oh, like that's the second highest grossing. Like you think Netflix, you think, oh man, Netflix is a, a mover and a shaker. Like they're doing stuff. And then Amazon just kind of slightly drops like that blockbuster that's coming out, the Tomorrow War, right? So much money was put into that movie, but it's just getting released for free if you have Prime. I don't know. That's crazy, man. They're going after the big, the big guns, I think. Well, I'm glad you brought that up because uh, I was going to ask you that as well. Amazon is slowly kind of getting there, but could it be that it is the streaming service or is it that COVID facilitated people wanting to be delivered things more, right? So they didn't have to go out and get sick. And so I think that played a big part. And I think Amazon's numbers, they got a ton of money during COVID. Their business went up like crazy, just like Uber Eats and uh, DoorDash and all that stuff because everybody wanted things delivered to them not you know they didn't want to go out to get them so I, I, I it could possibly be that they're like oh yeah i want my things delivered but look at the streaming service it's included right amazon's becoming that like swiss army enough of everything that you want delivered to your house like sears used to be that where it was in a magazine form like a, a telephone book form where you could call them and say i want this and i'm gonna go to the store and pick it up and now it's like they're becoming like the the by and large from wally <laughs> it's just we will take care of all your needs just just sit there and we'll bring it to you <laughs> i think they're fine with advancing the technology as far as we'll let it <laughs> like they have where you can say hey uh put my package in the garage and you can give your access to your garage codes and if you don't own a garage, they, they'll they'll put it in your car in the back trunk of their car and like. If you don't if you don't own a garage, they'll build it for you. And like, right, you can order a garage on Amazon. <laughs> that's crazy. That's you know the way we're headed in technology and the way things are being handled. Like overall, it's for the ease of us, yes. But it's starting to kind of like we're losing our privacy a little bit, right? There is no more. It's not coveted it's gone. anymore, right? It's, it's gone already. It's gone. <laughs> yeah, it, it, and it and it's it's been gone a little bit. But it's interesting to kind of like back away, engage at it and see it for what it is now. It like our devices listen to us and it does all this stuff. But like going back to the Amazon thing and the streaming, it's going to get to a point where I think we're going to have that streaming war. One of them is going to come out as a victor and it's going to purchase everything. I'm just kidding. Imagine that. Dang, be, that would be crazy. That'd be crazy. That's like in uh, freaking Demolition Man with... Uh, with uh, Sylvester Stallone and what's his name? Wesley Snipes. I don't know if you've seen that movie, but they have a food war and the restaurant that wins is uh, Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> and it take, it buys everything else. It, like, it bought them. everything else and it becomes like this big fancy like Taco Bell. It's hilarious. Oh but, you know, it, I don't think it will happen. I think they're just all going to kind of like thrive. I mean, we can't help but talk about technology from this purchase because Amazon is so tied in with cutting edge stuff. Yeah. And... I think, you know, they're wanting to deliver packages by drones or wanting to track your location to get it to you if you're not at home, like that type of thing. They're trying to shrink the delivery window to even less than an hour. You know, if it's down the street, we'll just run it to your door type of thing. Like, is there a limit to you personally? Like, would you feel comfortable with any type of advancement or is there a limit? Like, stop, stop monitoring me. 
I think uh, my limit would be if I'm in the bathroom, please don't <laughs> deliver a package to me. What if you need toilet paper? <laughs> I know. Imagine. Oh, my dude, That is so true. Come through the door. I need it. Come yeah. in. No, uh, I, don't, I, I don't know if I have a limit, honestly. I haven't thought about it because I just my head's not there yet. But it's kind of scary to see a robot in the air <laughs> or like a little drone dropping off a package. Imagine like something malfunctioned that it drops like a freaking refrigerator on you. <laughs> you know, like obviously it's right. not going to pick that craziness up, but Domino's now is doing the, the driverless deliveries and I, I'm all for it. Just put it in the car. I'll pick it up. It's, I don't know. I'm, I'm like the, I'm more of the cutting bleeding edge type of guy where I'm like all for it. Let's, let's just create it and see what happens. But I yeah. know a lot of people are like, no, 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 no. I like, I like that, that but I also like human interaction as well. Yeah. I don't want to get to a point where like Domino's drops off my pizza and it's a tablet talking to me and it's like Michael Jackson going, uh, this is your pizza, like in Back to the Future. And uh, right. we got the beef, you know what, like it kind of glitches. I, I don't want that. I want I want to see a face that goes like, hey, man, here's your pizza. Maybe he's all stoned, but still, that's like the interaction of the day. Maybe that's just me, but. We need to be mindful of not losing it i i agree we're kind of getting to this point where it's getting to be a kind of a cold society and we need to think of ways to encourage our like emotional well-being <laughs> spiritual well-being like it was crazy i went into home depot this is a little off topic but no, 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 i went into home depot to pick something up and i was in an aisle and it's like one of those aisles where you just have so many choices and there's a little little screen on the end of the aisle and when you walk by it it starts to beep at you to kind of get your attention and there's a guy somewhere in the desk or somewhere, I don't know where he was, but you can see him like you know, he's, he's behind the tablet. <laughs> he's typing away. And if you need him, you just push the button and he'll like, hey, what you need? And like, he'll tell you where it is. So he doesn't have to get up and like show you where something is on the aisle. Oh, but that's it, crazy. It was weird. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> my, like, oh my God. Gosh. Really? I've never seen that. Yeah. So saving that humanity, I think you're right. Is It's, it's important for uh, as we move forward, as technology advances. And I do. I do want to say one more thing. You know, I love, like I said, human interaction. I like being around people. I like talking to people. I like going to conventions and talk to like-minded individuals in person besides the internet. Things can get lost in translation. But I do feel that virtual reality is probably like going to be the next big step for things. Once Apple or like a big company streamlines it a lot more, <clears throat> I'm surprised that no one like try to like capitalize it on now with COVID and stuff like someone could have made a headset and I could have been near your, like more near my mom and you know, things like that. It just, it, it's interesting. Oh, like you mean something that connects you more that more targeted towards helping like the elderly people. Or, yeah, exactly. Or? Not just the elderly, but just anyone in general, but it's just like that Amazon, like echo snow thing that they did. Right. Where you can see the mm. FaceTiming call and it makes it easier for elderly people who aren't uh, tech savvy. We are being able to communicate more, but the way we communicate is, becoming <laughs> shortened right because like a lot of stuff we see like tiktoks are like 30 seconds remember we were like we we're talking like teasers or there's a teaser before the actual trailer it's like our right. you know our attention span is diminishing it's shortening and i tweets think, are only a certain amount of characters yeah and, and, it, and it's been, and it's becoming like this i think it's happening with communication as well so it just it's going to be interesting to see where we head but you know yeah, it'd be it'd be good to develop technology that develops positive patterns right like things we already know are good for human brains and like things like that and build it into our current technologies so that we're encouraged to call people encouraged to talk to people encouraged to exercise like things like that yeah uh, that'd yeah. be cool you know the other thing I, you mentioned uh conventions we were talking i was actually having a a, a discussion with someone on twitter um, but they they were talking about like how they're afraid that the digital media is going to go away or I mean, I'm sorry, the physical media is going to go away and it's going to be like a lot of these MGM movies that are being bought by Amazon are just going to be only available for streaming, right? Like they're going to put them on streaming. You can watch it. But like, what about the hardcore collectors that they they love these properties so much that they want to own like physical copies? Like, are, is that going to go away? And if that's if that's the case, like what's going to happen to collectors? I know we're doing things with NFT where it's more of a collector type thing, but I don't know. I feel like we we do need to be mindful that we're we're kind of renting these properties, right? We don't own these properties. We just own access to watch them. I think that's an interesting. What do you think about that, Ernie? Um, 
Well, honestly, one of the big things that's probably going to end up happening when we do get a streamlined future, I think limited run things will start occurring. They do that with video games now where mm. uh, there's there's a lot of digital games that are like small in, independent publishers who, who put them out. So they don't have a physical release, but there's like companies and uh and that facilitate that and they'll they, they call them like limited run runs and people that are collectors go ahead and purchase them and they're physical now i think that that's going to be probably a thing for movies i think they're still going to do a physical thing because i don't think we're in the age where streaming has be a blu-ray or a 4k in terms of quality um my 4k disc will look 10 like not 10 times but it'll look way better than something that is streamed to me. It's just mm. a mimic It's like it's mimicking what that would look like in, in that quality. Not everyone has the greatest uh, internet connection. There's like so many variables to this, but once internet connection starts to become stronger and, you know... Uh, yeah, that's like a problem that will be solved in a matter of time, right? Like it just, we're not quite there yet, but it's, good. it's on the horizon where you can kind of see it. Um, I feel like... The the thing I think the collectors are worried about is like never getting that uh, physical copy. Like some movies will just never be released physically. Like you were saying, like if it's an independent company, maybe they don't have the demand for it or, you know, it's not in the business sense to actually print a copy. It's much easier to just release it on a Netflix or Amazon or something like that. Maybe that's an opportunity for a business model. Maybe somebody will come around and start making collectible type physical media where partner with the i don't know i mean yeah because i think if i'm not mistaken i saw a movie that was a netflix original kind of like uh stranger things stranger things came out on netflix only streaming but now mm. you can actually go get the dvd blu-rays of the seasons at target walmart whatever whatever have you but but they're there so there is an, a niche forum and definitely there's gonna be people who are gonna I think there's already people that are capitalizing on this. I just don't think that we know because we aren't we aren't on the forefront of it. Like, I don't have a lot of room for physical things. That's why I do a lot. Primarily, all my stuff is digital, which is I don't own it. I know that for sure. Like, once the service or whatever holds my digital content goes away, I'm done. All my money's right. gone. Um, so it just it's a matter of time before it happens. But I. I think the digital age is going to, unless like there's a crazy blackout, <laughs> that's the only way you'll lose your digital stuff. But but like, does that scare you at all or do, are you fine with it? No, no, it, it definitely bothers me. And uh, let me, I'm going to go into a little rant. Um, I love games besides movies. I love video games and like I could talk video games all day. PlayStation had just, well, not just, but they had uh, said that PS3, the PlayStation 3 store, which is an old console and the PlayStation Vita uh, store we're going to go there. It was going to go down. So there's a ton of video games that are on there that didn't get a physical release and oh. are locked there. So they will never see the light of day again. So you won't ever, you won't be able to get them. And PlayStation has done this thing where instead of doing a backwards compatibility like Xbox does and bring their old games to the new consoles, they locked them behind the old ones. So there is no way for you to ever play those old games again unless you have oh, wow. them downloaded and saved into your console. So, so yeah, that wor it worries me, but I don't know. There is nothing much we can do. I think emulators are going to end up being a thing or, uh, or like there's going to be like some sort of pirated version of things that are going to keep these things afloat, I feel. That's crazy. Yeah, that's a scarier scenario. Wow. I feel like a lot of people are getting more and more comfortable with, with just granting access to media, which is like, you know, when Spotify started, we were kind of all like, uh, I want to own it. I want to own that CD, you know, like I want to own that physical copy or record or whatever, but yeah. I don't yeah. Know. Cause they're still, they, they still make vinyls, you know, that's still like, it, it's not a dying art per se, but it's like, it's still there. You know, people are still collecting stuff and I, I don't think collecting is going to end but I think it's going to become a little bit less, um, I don't know how to like popularized. It's always going to be there, right? Because you, you need to keep feeding the subscription service to have access to these, to this content. And it's always easier or more 
uh, permanent, right? There's a permanence to owning a physical copy because you don't have to pay anything, right? Like yeah. I own it, I'm done. Like, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of issues, a lot of variables, again, with even physical content, like, or at least with video games. If you don't, if you have a video game, you put it into a consoles, the new ones, and you have no internet connection, <laughs> it won't let you play the game because it needs to verify. Yeah, that's another so that's thing. Another, yeah. That's another thing. There's a lot of little things that definitely need to be fixed, and I don't think that a lot of these companies are seeing what the future is holding. And uh, <laughs> it's just it's just interesting to see um like imagine like, like imagine amazon did a theatrical only release but it was dependent upon like you were actually streaming the movie into theaters and it was like dependent upon like the connection and all that great stuff oh that's oh my terrible gosh. right <laughs> that's, <laughs> it's just we don't have great connection dude like i know because I, i've seen it done so when i went to uh when i went to e3 they had given us tickets to because we couldn't go to the actual like live event. So they gave you tickets to go to a movie theater and watch the stream. Dude, the stream was terrible, dude. <laughs> it was just cut. Everything was bad. And so at some point, we all just started commentating ourselves. And it was a group of just like, like I said, like-minded individuals just joking around. Like, oh, so this is what the game is. You know, like everyone was making <laughs> jokes. And it was hilarious. But like that's because we made it like that but yeah the str it was so bad no sound cut in and out and like we missed oh, like half the thing so imagine if if me and you jason like it, i'm gonna there's like a star wars it, release yeah it's, <laughs> not, not even just star wars like there's like this marvel movie that we're just like super stoked to go watch and then all of a sudden this is only streamed at this time for disney plus and then we go and it just starts going He's like, Uncle, right. Uncle Ben. And you're like, Uncle Ben, what? <laughs> like, imagine that. Dude. What did he say? He's all Have alone. you ever been in a movie theater where it, it'll it'll glitch or pause or like the, the, the sound will yes, cut out? Yes, yes. Oh, it's the most frustrating thing, right? And then people you're like, yell. Like, wait, wait, wait. wait. Yeah, yeah. People, I, I've seen, yeah, I've seen people get pissed and they're like, what the heck is going on? Like, <laughs> you know, you paid a lot of money. Me and uh, Diane had gone to see a Keanu Reeves movie. It was one of his newer movies, and it did really bad. I forgot what it was called. I just were like, we have AMC stubs. Let's just go watch a random movie. So we went. The movie didn't play. It was, like, all messed up. And so we went out, and they gave us a free ticket, and we're like, so we're not going to get to watch the movie? And everyone walked out <laughs> like piss, bro. I was just like. You had your mindset on, like, I want to see what happens in this movie. Like, Yeah, dude. Like, <laughs> was, Oh, yeah. my gosh. Oh, man. It was, uh, I wonder, was it Bill and Ted? No, it was not villain. That was a great movie, by the way. I like that one a lot. <laughs> uh, no, it was like a random movie about him being some sort of machine or something like that. Oh, the replicas. Was it? Yeah, probably. You're probably right. Yeah, I know it was a movie that no one was talking about. Dude, I'm excited for. Are you excited for Matrix Four? I'm pretty excited for it. I don't know if they finished wrapping filming, but it's almost done. They're almost done shooting it after the COVID thing. So I'm. <clears throat> I, yeah, I saw a picture of them. I think uh, the girl who plays Trinity, I forget her name at the top of my head, but she was with him on the motorcycle, and they're, like, all old and stuff now. Like, they look older, obviously. Carrie Ann Moss. Carrie Ann Moss, thank you. Uh, I want to see what the story is going to, like, what is it going to be? Obviously, it's the the great reset, right? Oh, dang. Because he, cause he, re he reset at the end of the movie, right? Is Agent Smith coming back and? I don't know what's gonna happen. I don't know if it's always the same agent. They, they don't, I don't know if they ever claim that in the movies. So, but so it's a continuation of the story, right? It's like they're not be, rebooting, yeah, because yeah, it's the fourth one. Yeah. Speaking of continuing the story, uh, there's a rumor that uh, Snyder, Zach Zachary Snyder, is going to be doing a Star Wars movie. I heard actually it's uh, not confirmed. This is just a rumor, but it'd be fun to talk about anyway. Definitely. I'm not a big fan of rumors, but sometimes rumors uh, that are like so out of so out of pocket, as they say. It's as, like a what if, you know, you're just like, dang, that sounds cool as heck, especially because of what, what George Lucas actually was trying to accomplish in the old movies. You know, it sounds really cool, though. So what is this? I didn't really read read much on the rumor because I. I saw it was a rumor, and I was like, oh, okay. No, you're fine. I, you're I got like, my hopes up, and then they were dashed. Yeah, I know. I, <laughs> I, I thought the same thing, but I, I, I wanted to talk about it just because it could happen. I mean, you saw what already happened with Zack Snyder's stuff, so it's like he's got this, like. He's the man of the moment. Yeah, right now, right now especially, so he can ask for things, I feel. So Vulture reported that Snyder had a Star Wars movie that was 
supposed to release. It was untitled. It was supposed to be a Jedi epic, kind of like loosely based on a Akira Kurosawa movie, like those 1954 movies. Uh, I think it was like a Seven Samurai. Mm, that's a good. And one. those are and those are great movies if you guys watch them. They're a little bit. They're just they're they're just shot beautifully, and the stories are really cool, and the actors are. It's just long great. but worth it. Yeah, it's worth it. And yeah. Uh, so yeah, so it's it, it was supposed to be like loosely based on that movie, and it's supposed to fall in line like chronologically, with the actual Star Wars series, um, but it's not going to be like a numbered Star Wars movie. You know what I mean? Like it's not going to be Episode uh, Ten or whatever. It was going to be its own standalone movie, and I honestly, when I read this, dude, I was like. I read it and I was like, this has got to happen. And I'm like, and then I saw that it said rumored. <laughs> I was like, ah. why did it have to be a rumor? I, when I read it, I was like, this, th- this is real. This is real. And then no shot. Ah. I was excited for it because it was on the Hollywood reporter too. And usually the Hollywood reporter is pretty accurate, but I guess they talked to the rep and Snyder Snyder's rep was like, no, we have no involvement in the star Wars, but they've lied to us before. <laughs> it's like Andrew Garfield, dude, not being in the news. Right, right, right. And one can only hope. Yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> funny. I think uh, they do that so they don't get sued, probably. Yeah, of course. Of course like, like, they want to keep it under wraps yeah, if it's and, a and, surprise. Yeah. And I, I want them to. I think if we were going to hear anything about it, we probably would have heard about it like this year. But I guess since COVID hit or, you know, like nothing kind of got in the works of stuff. I was going to ask you, what what does this mean, though? Like if. If there is a possibility, like, what does this mean for, like, Star Wars? It means that they're going to, like, work to better the series, dude. Like, I, I just think that his take and what he's trying to accomplish, Seven Samurai and a Kurosawa films are something that George Lucas, like, heavily based Star Wars on. So when you watch those movies, you're going to see a lot of these, like, little things that, like, will resemble Star Wars a lot. But what I did want to say is, so with COVID happening and all that stuff, a lot of writers stayed home, right? No one worked. Everyone was home. And so a lot of people stayed home doing like movies and and a bunch of like things. So, dude, the amount of stuff that probably these people wrote down or books and all this stuff, it it, it can possibly be made. And this this is probably one of the things that. It could have possibly been done. So. Imagine. So I mean, They're like I got time. Yeah, I'm gonna write that Star Wars movie. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that'd be crazy. You know, you never know. So that that's like a thing. It, it could definitely happen. So like, if this were true, I like this direction. It doesn't really tell you much about the story, but it tells you like the lore will go back to its roots. It will be more um, true to its original vision, which yeah. I love. And I think a lot of, you know. There was a lot of reimagining, and but did you see that they had a a, a quote from J.J. Abrams this week where he he admitted that there should have been a <laughs> there pro he said there probably should have been a plan before we started shooting the the trilogy. <laughs> I I don't like that, yeah. I'm like that's a billion dollar probably right there. Like <laughs> yes yes you should have. And the the problem um, is that those movies did still well. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure. I mean, it's Star Wars, so you're going to have people like curious game. no matter what. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to have people go. But I feel like they really, I mean, we can go into Star Wars, but you can tell it's very obvious that there's directions that they try to take and then they course correct and then they course correct again. And ugh, <laughs> it didn't feel like a cohesive story, right? No. So if they do this and they go back to the roots and like it's just like mandalorian people love the mandalorian because there was a plan right they knew what they were going to do for that whole season and it it was just a great arc yeah they just needed to keep doing focused on the storytelling we already have the direction and the style that that has been laid out for us by george lucas so yeah yeah what about you dude if if this were true what would you want to see in a snyder version of a star wars movie i think something a little bit more I think he's going to probably do some sort of cinematic like view on it. I think it's going to have beautiful shots. It's going to be very like subdued with CGI, you know, not like oversaturated with that type of style of digital arts, you know, it's going to probably be more contemporary, right? Like old, older films and which I love. I've, I've, I've discussed that with you before where CGI is cool, but like, 
I love when something looks realistic a lot better than something that doesn't. I don't think we're into technology where things look as great as they we think it does. So, um, and it just costs more money, I think. But I, yeah. so it might give them a little bit more like money to do other things. Everything about this sounds amazing or just the little things right about it <laughs> trying to recreate a movie like that like it's gonna be crazy because like i'm not i don't want to spoil that movie watch that movie yeah go watch that and movie. if you watch that and if you watch that movie it's in japanese so you're gonna uh sub it but watch that movie and then think star wars and then come back to me and then tell me because you're gonna be like oh dang yeah that sounds it's awesome like human it's yeah it's not big old space battles it's like human people I, I can't describe it but it, it's more of a human <laughs> element to it yeah i don't, <laughs> yeah. don't want to say too much about it because then we're gonna end up like spoiling that movie but like it's yeah, it, yeah. it's a it's a good movie man i'm excited to see what they do i i really hope even if Zack snyder didn't like film it or like he was just like producer or something you know not producer but something in it that'd be cool too but that's true what did you think about his uh zombie movie so i have not watched it i've been saving myself Oh well, okay. for you. We'll talk. I'm just kidding. We'll save it. For, we'll save it for another episode. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, I've I've heard great things about it, but I haven't like uh, or the last person I heard from was uh, one of my buddies. He and he just said this. So take this with the green. He said it's good for a zombie flick. <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. Oh, I'll, I'll wait till till you've seen it, so we can get like a I get a little in depth. A good little banter back and forth, but yeah, one of my friends was like, "When's the last time we had a good zombie movie?" <laughs> so what? It's in that same <laughs> yeah, yeah, vein. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, that's so weird. Okay, that's uh, crazy. But yeah, let, let me know when you watch it. We could we could talk. Yeah, about definitely. It. I'll probably watch it this week. So that way we can talk about it. Nice. So Ernie, what do we got this week for? See it or skip it? Speaking on things and IP we like. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron Taylor was Johnson was just announced to return to Marvel, but he's actually returning into Sony's cinematic universe. So it's not going to be Marvel. Um, he's actually going to be playing Craven the Hunter in his own movie. And it's going to be directed by JC Chander, which he did triple frontier. And it's supposed to come out, uh, on 2023. That sounds funny saying that, but yeah. So those who don't know who Aaron Taylor Johnson is, he was Quicksilver and age of Ultron the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So yeah, he's coming back and he's going to play this character. Dude, Craven the Hunter is a great character. He's a cool, like, at some point during some comic or I think in a video game, Craven the Hunter actually teaches Bat, uh, Spider, Batman, Spider-Man how to, like, hunt and act like his animal instincts. That's, like, his thing. Oh, they, like, hone in his spider Yeah, hone in on how to be and, and fight or whatever. So I'm excited to huh. see what he does. I don't know about this actor with this movie. It kind of is a little random and odd of a choice. I feel like I like he doesn't pop in my head for this character at least, but he might do a great job. He was, he was okay in age of Ultron. Maybe it was his accent, yeah. dude. Did you like that? What does he say? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't see that coming. You didn't see that coming. <laughs> yeah. He didn't get, I mean, to be fair, he didn't get like a huge amount of character to play with. Like it was kind of toned down a little bit for that movie, but I think we've seen him in other things. I can't. It's been so long. He hasn't been in many like giant things, but I, yeah, I would give him a chance to prove himself in this role. The thing I didn't know was um, Craven the Hunter it seemed kind of like Superman's Lobo in a way because he's got that big old leopard oh, yeah, coat yeah, that he's yeah, wearing, yeah. and like seems like he's gonna be kind of a a slack jawed. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it, but. Like an anti-hero kind of thing? Like a, no, like kind of an obnoxious character in oh, a way. Oh, I see, I see. Where he's kind of loud and, and obnoxious, but I don't know. I haven't seen him in, has he been, he's probably been in Spider-Man cartoons. Yeah, he, though he's been in the cartoons. In the cartoons, he's a little bit more, um, he's very serious and he takes his job like serious. He's like a bounty hunter and they hire him to kill, ba uh, Spy God, why do I keep saying it's Batman? He, they hire, I was watching Batman Beyond, I think that's why. They hire him to kill Spider-Man, and that's what the cartoon is kind of based on at that moment, and he's just kind of hunting him, and he has, like, animal instincts. He's not, he doesn't have mm. superhuman anything that I could remember. He's just a really, he loves the hunt. <laughs> he just loves the hunt, so he can track him better than anyone. 
So he's like a great tracker and all this. I'm interested to see because this is his own movie. So our, it's going to be like a coming of age story or, you know, that sounds funny, but like one of those oh, like origin story, like an origin story yeah. or, or like it's going to be like a Cruella thing where they show you how he becomes evil kind of thing. I, I don't know. Interesting. Uh, I mean, oh. it just doesn't sound like something I want right now. But then again, I want Morbius. That's a cool character or Jared Leto's Morbius. That looks neat. Yeah, maybe there's a bigger plan to like team them up. Like you're saying, like Sony's creating this kind of cinematic universe. Yeah, they're all going to meet eventually at some point. Yeah, definitely. But it's just it's just an interesting choice uh, for this random news right now. Speaking of continuing stories and expanding universes, I hear Evil Dead trilogy is coming to HBO Max. Yeah, dude. Do you, or were you a fan of Evil Dead? The first one I did enjoy. It was uh with Sam Raimi, and it, it this is like where I told you where it's more practical, right? Yeah, everything's practical now. Yeah, so like it's all <laughs> like you know, realistic kind of. I mean, it's not a realistic, but you know, it's like no CGI, nothing. It's like I said, it's practical, like horror. And I remember watching it as a kid, I was pretty scared, and then watching it again as an adult, I enjoyed it a little bit more for its humorous take. You know, like it was it was different to watch it. You know, depending on your age and your mindset, the campiness comes out. The older you get. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> Thank you for saying that. Yeah. And so I, I'm not the biggest fan, but like, what does this mean for fans and non-fans alike? Are, do you think people are just going to like not line up in theaters, obviously, because it's coming straight, but you think like it's going to do really well streamed? It depends on the tone, right? Like it depends on if it's trying to be strictly horror, like straight, I don't know, straight line horror, or if it's going to be like like really play up the campiness, which I think is what most of the adults nowadays love is that, you know, Bruce Campbell brings that kind of goofiness already. And he's known for like, you know, the army of the dead stuff with his Ash character. It's a trick. Get an ax. Is it army of the dead? There's so many of the dead. Stuff. Yeah. Army of the darkness. I think or something. Army yeah. of darkness. That's what it is. This is my boomstick. <laughs> I know <laughs> he's, he's a very, um, very charming guy. And in his movies, like you can, you get that. He's this very yeah. Even his latest series, he's got that. He's just got that charm, man. Like I, I agree. With yeah, and, and it shows like on screen, and you can't help but enjoy. You know what I mean? But it, it, it's Evil Dead. But they're going to be behind the cameras, right? In this one, they're not actually going to be characters no, in the movie. Executive like... producers. Well, hello, Mister Fancy Pants. If you recall, the Evil Dead that had come out. Do you remember the newer one that had just come out? You're all going to die tonight. So the remake wasn't connected to Bruce it Campbell was not, at all, no. right? So that, that's what I was about to ask you. If they're going to do this trilogy, will they try to, you know, mimic that sense? Because you said you were talking about walking a straight line of horror, right? Would they mimic that sense of, because that movie has like very strict horror, but then it has its funny moments. <laughs> will it walk that line of both? No, I think that's where it'll fail that's if they I'm do thinking, that. Yeah, so it's it's probably going it's probably going to because the Evil Dead trilogies or the Evil Dead the other movies they're like that they're funny they're weird yeah. you know they're campy like we said so I, I don't foresee it being it's gonna be this Tucker Dale versus Evil type movie. I hope so. I hope they don't go the so, the solid horror route because I don't think like that Evil Dead remake that came out was a decent horror but it was tied to evil dead so everyone was comparing it to that old one and that's i think why it didn't do as well because people wanted that and that's not what, they didn't get what they were expecting right so this new one i hope they recognize like we want that kind of goofy campiness all right you primitive screwheads listen up give us something to smile about right and i think that'll work if they go that route so hopefully that's interesting i'm glad that you you gave your take on that because uh because yeah i didn't think of that in my head i i wanted them to just do a straight up horror movie <laughs> i mean they could but then don't tie it to don't tie it to evil dead i don't know yeah i mean i don't know i feel like there's a there is a a genre of campy horror that people love and i wanted to they keep going yeah. back to this so so it has been confirmed I'll, this is one of the other questions it is confirmed that this is an evil dead trilogy based on the originals, right? It's not going to be the mm -hmm. new Evil Dead, the second one, and then the third one that they're going to make. It's like... It's not a continuation of the, the reboot. No, it's not, right? Okay. No, no, I'm asking you. I'm not entirely sure. Oh. Because I didn't, I didn't see that statement at all. 
That's because, like, when they said Evil Dead trilogy is coming, it could also mean that they're going to make Evil Dead 2 and Evil Dead 3, is what I was thinking. That's true. But yeah. But then again, it, it is with Bruce Campbell. and and Yeah, that's the only thing that, I've, that leads so, me to yeah. suspect that it could be a different trilogy. But I don't know. Maybe maybe you're right. I, mean, we'll see, I hope yeah. so. I hope it's. That, I mean, that's just me, but I, I, I'm hoping for. A, so if, if it is campy, would you see it or would you skip it? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I um, I know this guy. This guy likes his dark. I his do dark like horror, and, so. and uh, honestly, I'd probably watch it. I'll, I'd probably see it. It's just it, I like Bruce Campbell, and I like uh, giving <laughs> him a shot. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's like, yeah, it's Bruce Campbell. I got to watch it. You know, kind of thing. Like, first you want to kill me. Now you want to kiss me. Honestly, I want to see what it's going to be about. Like, I don't want to read reviews or hear anyone's criticism about it. I just kind of want to make my own. So I'm definitely going to check this out and I'll get back to you guys because I am curious. I think the curiosity is what's getting me. And that's why I can't skip it. What about you? I think, yeah, the, the, the Book of the Dead part, like the lore that they built can be recycled in, into different types of horror because it's just a just an idea, right? So it could be loosely based on that, but I feel like I feel like they'll have a winner if it plays up on the campiness, like if they realize that that is a a genre. But so I'll see it if it's campy. If it's if it's straight horror, it'll feel like it'll get lost in the crowd with the other ones. That's just my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, so I guess that's his thing. It's if it's uh, too horror. Skip it, but if it's that campy, see it. <laughs> <laughs> Not for everything, but just for this. Yeah, no, no, I know. Yeah. So we got a new trailer that dropped for Marvel's Eternals. Finally, got some more footage after that celebration video that dropped. Now we have a full trailer, and honestly, I liked it. I'm excited. That's funny. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's not funny because <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna tell you. Like, I want to tell like, you. I did not like it at all. No, no, no. I'll, I'll tell you right now. My, uh, I like. Okay, I'll tell you why I liked it. I no. like the cast. I like that it's these beings that are living amongst like nor- normal, ordinary people, and a lot of the visuals were pretty cool. I like the co- the costumes and the the big spaceship that comes out. It's like this brick. <laughs> it just looks like this long brick. Um, I'm probably giving it more, probably leaning into it more than I should because it's Marvel. And so I'm t- giving them the benefit of the doubt. But uh, what do you think, Ernie? So I thought it was I thought it was okay. Um, again, like I think the actors are cool and like the way everything looks looks great. But I just I don't I don't think I'm sold yet. And like I, I'm not sure why, dude. And and I feel bad always asking uh, saying this or not bad, but I feel weird because because some people are like super taboo. Like if it's marble, you're gonna have to like it. It, it I'm not sold yet. Like I think I either I need to see more or I just need to watch it. But it just right now at the top of my head, it just I'm not sold. There's nothing that like like when you first saw Guardians of the Galaxy, no one knew what they were, right? Or not not everyone. But the trailer sold it so well for those characters that you're like, dang, I need to know what they're about. And with the that's true, it was a great trailer. yeah, it was a great. Tra- uh, I think with this one, it didn't show me that. Even the last scene where he's like, I could run the Avengers or whatever you know when he does that it didn't give me anything it wasn't like I was like oh okay yeah but I do it wasn't character focused for sure it was very like setting up what the Eternals were Mm -hmm. but we didn't get any sort of moments with the characters that were like oh I like this guy or oh I like this guy yeah yeah I could see yeah so I'm not sold right now I don't know Angelina Jolie looks awesome I she looks she always looks so young like <laughs> I know I forget her name right now but she's uh, Thanos's first cousin <laughs> in the stories so that's interesting and they tell you like um that they weren't there because you know they're setting up uh the Eternals don't you know like interfere with people's lives and stuff so they saw just what Thanos did and now they're coming oh so they observed but they didn't they, yeah they can't do they don't do anything inter- that's their thing right. But now I, I'm I'm not sure why they're coming, not out of hiding, but I guess wherever they're coming from now, they're like out there to do something, I guess. So it's going to be interesting, the dynamic, like I'm interested in it, but like, I'm definitely going to see it before you even ask. I'm going to, I'm definitely going to see it, but yeah, the trailer didn't sell it to me. It wasn't something that I'm looking super forward to, but I, I would watch it. 
you know what they kind of remind me of is the timekeepers that we're going to get in Loki where they're kind of the shape history or whatever, but it's from a distance. So you don't really know about. So like they're introducing these time people that t keep track of time. And now there's these, I don't know, event world shapers. There's different groups that they're introducing that all have different elements. So like throughout history, they do these great things to like stop wars or whatever. And then there's this whole time element. So maybe there's another one where there's like Dr. Strange's group of magic protectors or I don't know. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. No, no. Yeah, it could be, it could but be. we yeah, don't know I enough, don't know. right? It didn't show yeah. enough. Yeah. I, I'm going to probably look up some stuff on the Eternals today. Like I did with the, with the, the last Marvel trailer we saw and like looking at the, <laughs> the story for that guy, like when I was starting to look it up, it was cool. And I'm like, dude, I'm sold. I want to watch it. But then again, the trailer was really great too. But like with the Eternals, now I want to watch what they're about and maybe watch the trailer again. And I'm like, okay, now I want to watch it. So so I'm going to check it out. Definitely see it for me. What about you? I don't even want to ask. You already kind of said it at the beginning. But. I'm interested. I agree. We need to see more. I, I think we, we're leaning into the Marvel aspect a little too happily. And we need, like what it reminded me was the Green Knights teaser. Where it was beautifully shot and there was cool visuals, but I didn't really know what I was watching. Like I was like, what is this? So this one, I need to see one more. Give me one more story-driven trailer, maybe. Yeah. What's the threat? What's the obstacle they're trying to overcome? But if you had to say Shang-Chi or the Eternals right now, oh, dude. <laughs> you're all for Shang-Chi. Yeah, dude. I, 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 that, that just, it looks so cool. It looks so different. It was a way better trailer. Oh, yeah, dude. Way better trailer. I, but I guess, like, they're trying to show the regalness of this family. You know what I mean? Like, they're a family. Yeah. And, and it's and it's it's royalty. It's, you know? <laughs> it's like uh, Fast and the Furious. What is that? <laughs> those movies about? You know what I mean? They're not about cars. They're about family. <laughs> just kidding. I'm sorry. I just love saying that. But, um, <laughs> yeah, no, like, it just, it was a, it was a different trailer. It's going to be the Fast and Furious of the Marvel verse. You think? Imagine they're gonna start like uh, taking down drug dealers, street racing. Street. <laughs> oh. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. I, I can't, I'm I'm interested, but uh, yeah, definitely a trailer didn't sell it to me. What about last night in Soho? Did you watch that trailer? I did. So, dude, I am hyped for this trailer. Yeah, that's funny because I was curious to find out what you were gonna say because it does look a little bit. Um, I've never. I don't think I've ever seen movies with you that look like this because it looks kind of like a horror movie. And you're not the biggest fan of horror movies. So that's why I was curious. So uh, so you're hyped, you say? So it reminds me of like old Hitchcock movies. I don't know if you've watched any like crazy Hitchcock. Yeah, like, yeah. Well, he did some crazy experimental stuff like towards the later part of his career. And mm -hmm. like, I mean, the cast is great. Like you got Anya Taylor-Joy and uh, Jesse Lee in there and... I didn't expect the twist that, that she looks in the mirror and she sees someone else like... I mean, there was a lot of hype around this trailer, but I think the way they introduced that, the catch or the twist that really like, is she like a bad guy? Like, is she trying to like, like, what's she trying to do? Because obviously there's some sort of weird dimension thing going on. And like, I don't know, it set up a lot of stuff and I'm curious to see where it goes. Mm -hmm. So it definitely piqued my interest. How yeah, about you? No, I'm glad that you said about the Albert Hitchcock. I didn't really think that it just didn't pop in my head. But I, I've seen a bunch of, like, I've seen a few of his movies, like Psycho, The Birds, you know, stuff like, like, you know, the really popular ones. And they're great movies. Like, you guys should definitely watch them if you guys like, like this. It, it's it's a different style of horror. Very psychological and very just, like, for its time, you know what I mean? You, you'll, you just, you got to watch them. They're, they're, they're real. They're a treat. Yeah. Um, but he was trying to go against the against the genre, yeah. like play against the genre a lot. Yeah, which is I think great. That's what they're trying to do here. He yeah. uh, he did a lot of uh, experimental, like you said, and and it and it worked. People like were fearful of the movie and they enjoyed him. Um, with last night on Zoho, like a lot of people didn't like him. <laughs> no, no, I know, but I, I no, I mean now it's got its own cult following. I should have stated that. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> obviously, yeah, no people at that time obviously it was new to them, so you know people hate what they don't know. Right. But yeah, so going into last night, so yeah, I saw the trailer and I was like, "This is this looks really good." I don't know what the heck is going on. The music is great. <laughs> the art style is great. That that scene at the end with the girl in the mirror, like you said, it, I was just like, "What?" The? Like I want to know what the heck is going on, and I'm gonna watch this. Is it coming theatrical or streamed or? 
I think it's going to go in theaters okay. in October the 22nd. Okay. Okay. So by then, uh, hopefully COVID has subsided a lot more than it is now. Watch this in Amazon <laughs> release. Watch. Maybe. <laughs> I, I don't know. I didn't see. But dude, yeah, I definitely would take my wife to go watch this. I think she would uh, <laughs> watch it and trip out because it just doesn't explain a whole lot. It's just like very, you know, this, this, this. And you're like, oh. I know she's like a horror nut, but I, I love I love it when it's a, a mind horror. Like, mm. it's like you have to think about it. I love movies where you have to think about it. Yeah, anyway. like, yeah, yeah, the last one I saw, like, that was Bavarium. That was a pretty good movie. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and it was very psychological, right? Like, makes you You're think. Like, what's going on? Yeah. What? Yeah. Not everything is answered right away, and it's like, all right, here's the bad guy. He's chasing you. Go. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because I'm actually going to talk about that, too, uh, from one of my recommendations, horror movies. Oh, that, no. <laughs> I kind of I'll, I'll talk about that in the next uh, topic but yeah dude, definitely I, I like when movies don't say too much but there's a there's a line there you know what I mean and someone some don't tell you anything and some definitely need to tell you a little bit more to intrigue <laughs> yeah. you know and you're just like what the heck happened like yeah as far as trailers for sure like they've been telling us a lot lately yeah. But yeah, so tell us tell us about your recommendation, Ernie. I'm curious. Now. All right, definitely. So my recommendation, and I just saw this the other night. It's uh it, it came out to stream and stuff. It's the unholy. Now this movie had come out like a while back, but for some reason it just it was in this weird like let's go back to the movie theaters time and I don't think everyone went, but uh, I'm gonna read It was playing only in theaters for a while, right? Yeah. Like it, it wasn't was, on VOD for a while. It wasn't yeah, it wasn't there for a while, yeah, but I'll read the little synopsis. It's a hearing impaired girl is visited by a Virgin Mary and can suddenly hear, speak, and heal the sick. As people flock to witness her miracles, terrifying events unfold. Are they the work of the Virgin Mary or something much more sinister? Dun, dun, dun. So, oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, so so the movie, I thought it was pretty cool and it, it got like a 5.1. I usually, like I said, I don't like reviews and stuff. I like to watch my own movies and make my own mind up but if you like go imdb a 5.1 is a solid kind of horror movie i always tell you guys a six is a great horror movie a 5.1 is when it's good and then when it gets to four it's like one of those like good bad movies you know what i mean like the avo yeah, like, yeah like this movie i think definitely you got i'm not gonna go super into it because i don't want to ruin it for everyone obviously who watches it but the movie overall had some solid little jump scares had a great tone overall. The story of the movie was pretty cool. Like, I love when they mess with, like, religion and, you know, it's, like, unholy and the holy things and how faith is brought up into, like, you know, into the the, the horror movie. But then the, there's, like, these, like, moments in the movie where they're, like, super cheesy. And I was watching it with my wife, so, <laughs> like, things would happen. I'd be like, and we would look at each other, cheesy. You know, like, you just, it takes you out of the experience. That's when you know something is like cheesy. It takes you out, and uh, right, you're no longer scared. You're laughing. <laughs> you're just like, oh man. <laughs> the choice. And it's not even like <laughs> I, I know people do laugh when they are scared. That's like a mechanism to, you know, against feeling scared <laughs> when watching a scary movie. But I was just generally like, oh my god, so dumb. There's like little things here and there, but like the CGI was kind of really weird. You could tell their budget wasn't great. Like they should, I'm telling you, they should have done practical ma like makeup stuff, dude. It would have been way better, dude. Like they would have saved a ton of money, probably taking more time though, honestly. But they would have saved a lot more money and like probably, and it would have looked like way scarier, probably. Because there's just so many things about it that just it it was like really good, and then it had. It had uh, some pretty good actors. Like it had Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Which is, uh, he comes out in like The Walking Dead. He's Bruce Wayne's dad and Batman vs. B. Superman. And then uh, also Cricket Brown comes out. Also, Carrie L. Ells. I can't say his name right. But he's a uh, freaking Robin Hood. He comes out in uh, Saw. Do you remember this guy? Carrie Yeah, he's, uh, he's in Robin Hood Men in Tights. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he comes out in the movie. He's like a, he's a priest. But yeah, so like they had some pretty good actors and like the acting was good and all this stuff. And like, I'm telling you, like uh, without giving too much away, definitely check this movie out, but definitely watch it with no expectations. It's a horror movie. It's going to be ridiculous at times, obviously, but there is a cool story and they, you can definitely see that there was 
it always falls under the same pretext as every other horror movie. There's always, oh, there's this curse something, and then this happens, and then, you know, you're going to see that again. <laughs> you know, it doesn't, it never really changes. That That's the problem with horror movies that I wanted to get into is that they don't, they never, like, just like you said with the Albert Hitchcock, they don't really, like, try to go, go, against, go the against the grain. Not all of them. At least some now are. Kind of like Midsommar, you know, The Witch, and um, what's that other movie? Heritage, or what is it? Hereditary. Hereditary. Thank you. So they are those movies, but. That's true. I didn't like any of those ones. Yeah, well, they're, yeah, but those are like. <laughs> they're unsettling. Yeah, they definitely, and that's that's the point. That That's what it is, and I think for people that are horror, love, like, you know, they love horror movies, like those are, are on a different level now of what we're used to true. watching, right? Um. Cause their their nerves have been so dampened, yeah. they have no feelings, and so when they feel something weird, they they like. I'm sorry, it. I'm gonna, okay. did, They're like, yes, I feel again. Did you, did you watch Midsommar or no? No, I still don't want to watch. Yeah, it. don't don't. I know you keep you keep recommending because and and the reason I recommend it, <laughs> uh, recommendation number two. Now, the reason I recommend it was because it is unsettling, bro. But it it, it does horror in such a different manner where everything is in light. Nothing is dark. Right. It's all daytime. It's all daytime, and it's so eerie, and it's it's so trippy, bro. Like it, it feels like such an artistic movie, like an artistic horror movie is what it feels like. It, it's a trip. Yeah. It wasn't my favorite movie, definitely, but it is worth the watch. I wouldn't watch it again. It, it tri- tripped me out too much. Too much. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like I can't unless it's something I could watch over again for like either its artistic value, its story, or like how I felt. You know. Like a lot of times I'm like, ah, I don't want to watch. Like, is it worth my time? I have only so much time. Uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I don't know, honestly. I really don't know. But of the bunch, I'm the least into horror. Definitely, I yeah. I appreciate the directing and the acting. I can find things about it, but like you said, if it's a, if it's just another bad guy chasing you, it's like, no, oh. this, the, yeah, no, that that one is like that. This one falls more under those movies that you're kind of like a, they're dumb. I'm talking about the unholy, but Midsommar will be those ones where you're like, really? You, you'll 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 be like, really? Is this, this what's going on? Like, <laughs> really? Like, it'll make you think a little bit more for sure. It's a it's a trippy one, honestly. Interesting. Oh, but yeah, now coming from uh, coming from dark to light, <laughs> what is your recommendation? <laughs> if you don't want to be sad and you you want to walk away from a movie with a good time <laughs> and a smile on your face. <laughs> And a positive outlook on life. Go watch the Mitchells versus the Machines, dude. That was a fun movie. Have you seen the movie? Yes, I have. I actually have. I was going to ask if you liked it because I loved it. No, I'm glad you actually did because it was funny because we had just discussed, like, I think uh, maybe an episode or two ago. We we're talking about Spider-Verse, right? Yeah. Or, I mean, um, Into the Spider-Verse. Right, right. And uh, it has such a definite, like, look to it. And I'm like, dude, he's going to like this movie. And I forgot to recommend it to you <laughs> because the day I watched it, I, I just watched it and I was going to text you and uh, I just forgotten to because I was just watching the movie. But I'm so glad you actually checked it out. So the, like the trailer, you know, like it pops up on Netflix. And originally I was like, eh, it's going to be one of those B movie Netflix movies. But it's so much fun. I, I didn't realize it's directed by Lord, Bill Lord and Chris Miller from the Lego movies. So you already have that kind of frantic pacing of the lego movies and then you have the animation style of the spider verse like you're saying dude the dog is hilarious i love dogs anyway so like yeah it's funny it's, it's a dumb dog right he doesn't do anything no, and i don't know why people love him but every little shot <laughs> so funny. <laughs> the little movies she makes of them and stuff yeah yeah and there's so many like quick cuts of like it cuts back to the dog's just expression it's just like a dumb look on his face <laughs> that and the robots it's the, the mitchells versus the machines so like the robots are the, the the bad guys, but I thought it was so clever what they did with the robots to have like a kind of a sidekick character, and all of their lines are hilarious. I loved the way they took the plight on the iPhones, like how you're like, oh, now we have an iPhone that can take care of you and be your assistant, and then that's what goes evil, and like the iPhone is the one leading the robot invasion. So yeah, I don't know, it was really fun. I and then the mom gets a great moment. She's got that mom moment where she's just like i've had it and you never see like like the mom's a lot, a lot of times put to the side so yeah 
I thought that was fun, but really fun movie. I thought. Yeah, I like the characters. I like the little like the the banter that they kind of all have between each other. Is uh, like the dad and the daughter, right? Like the way they act, like when she's a kid and how she starts to act, and with all things, you know, she hits the teenage years, and the dad kind of loses like the connection with the daughter and you see that in the movie and it plays off really well yeah i liked how she's an aspiring filmmaker so she's trying to get into film school and i liked how they brought her videos in to actually be part of the story and even in like the art animation style like you see little blips that are trying to mimic her no yeah it has some has some funny voices too like danny mcbride is rick and all that you know like freaking eric andre's in it like in fred armison is the robe it's the what is that? The Deborah Bot 5000 or whatever? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny. But like, it's a really solid movie. Actually, funny. I'm actually, you just made me want to watch it again tonight. So I'm going to check it out again per your recommendation. Go watch Mitchell versus the Machine. The, the freaking, uh, the dog. <laughs> that dog even has its own freaking actor, dude. His name is Doug the Pug. <laughs> Doug the Pug? <laughs> Did they ever say his uh, name? His name is his name is Mochi. Oh right, right, right. But yeah, no, but dude, <laughs> what? And then he he walks into the little capsule. The whole time I'm wondering where, like, is the dog gonna survive this? <laughs> yeah, and they had these clever ways. Of, I like, kept thinking that something was gonna happen to the dog, and I'm so glad that. It, well, it, I don't want to ruin the movie, but you guys should definitely check this movie out. It's a it's a little bit more kid friendly. Very has a little adult humor at times. Like you, they'll have the little jokes here. In there, and I, I think yeah. I think people like enjoy it's it. clever. It, I I would say it's clever enough that if you're like not not a kid, you still yeah. enjoy. Are, it. are people talking about this movie enough? Do you think? Because I haven't seen anything like any. Usually, I see a lot of like Netflix like throwing it out at people and stuff. I have not seen like very much advertisement. People are aware of it because I think it was at the top for a while, like the top in the top ten for a while. I think it's still in the top ten, but. Yeah, even like the people, like if I randomly talk to people, like, "Hey, have you seen this movie?" They're like, "Oh, I've seen it, and it was great." So chances are you've already yeah, watched. Yeah, I, I think <laughs> uh, I think it was. I want to say this about Netflix before we head out. That's the thing about the streaming services, right? It's so convoluted with so much, <laughs> you know, things to watch that I think a lot of things get lost. They they do have it on the front page right now, so I'm sure people watched it, but. I hope you guys watched it. It it has like a seven point eight on IMDb, but it just it, it's such a great like little movie, dude. Yeah, you should watch it. It's worth it. I'm excited for the new one that's coming out for Amazon. They they dropped a new trailer for the Tomorrow War. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, it piqued my interest more. I would say. Really? Yeah. A lot of people were uh, comparing it to the Halo video game. I don't know if you saw that, and I think Chris Pratt got wind of it, and he said Halo. The Beyonce song? <laughs> That's funny. It looks interesting. It looks really, really weird. Like, I was watching and I was like, okay, it explains a little bit more. And, uh, yeah, I still don't know why they're not using time travel to their no. advantage. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm curious. I hope they explain yeah, I'm it. I'm curious to see, see this movie. Like, I'm, I'm just curious. It's, it's going to be an interesting yeah. one. And it's 4th of July, so it seems like a fun 4th of July movie. That's true. It's going to be like one of those movies that everybody kind of watches if they're not out. Because 4th of July now at this point should be maskless. And people who have the vaccine are able to do a bunch of stuff supposedly. So, Dang. You think there's going to be uh, fireworks and stuff this year? Back to normal? It's probably. I mean, they're saying that it's going to be like, like I think things are going to get slowly back to the way they were. So I, I don't know. We'll see. I hope so. I hope it's back yeah. to normal. Yeah. Like I know it's still raging. And India's still got it's got a lot. Yeah, it, it, it's it's a little. And if you want to get into conspiracies, <laughs> what <laughs> they're uh, talking about that they're actually tweaking the vaccine, like they're gonna come out with new like vaccine two point booster shot, right? Yeah, they're coming out with like a better version, so that they're tweaking it. So like this version was just like a get it out there, people need a vaccine, and then the new one's gonna be. Leaner mean. Dun, 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 Booster shot 2.0. Booster shot. Dr. Fakuchi's or whatever his name is. Fauci. <laughs> He's all, I'm telling you, this virus is, I mean, this vaccine is going to work. Now he, going into conspiracy theories, now he, I don't know if you saw his interview uh, recently, but he's claiming that now this is virus was man-made. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, he is? Whoa. He is saying that, yeah. 
So he wants to look closer to China. I, this is actually, like, you guys can look this up. He actually said that. So there's going to be, like, this whole thing about it now. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, so we'll see. I hope to God this all ends. I want to freaking go back to normal. My birthday is coming up, and I want to go karaoke hard. <laughs> hard, Jace. I'm talking, like, some Bruno Mars. Like, I'm going to, like, some Bruno. Line, you know? Like, uh, what are you doing? Where are you at? You know what I mean? Oh, you got plans. <laughs> You know, like just go hard, and then enjoy my th- my thirty ones. Do it. I want you to sing uh, a blouse. I want to see the blouse. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. <laughs> uh, never mind. Uh, <laughs> You're gonna dress like Lady I'm Gaga. Dress like Cricket and the Pug from the Mitchells. <laughs> his eyeballs. <laughs> you know his eyes. He's got the twitchy eye. The fly comes into his mouth. <laughs> oh, it's so hilarious, dude. All right, man, this wraps up. It is officially wrapped. Thank you, sir, for joining us, as always. We got nothing left to talk about. Just uh, thank you guys again for listening in. As always, follow our Twitter at Watchful Tweets. That's where you guys can get in touch with us and kind of ask us what you guys think and what you guys want us to talk about. So that's always awesome. Yeah, we got some fun conversations this week. We're going to start shouting out Twitter people. Yeah, that'd be cool. We're what, episode eight? We're slowly getting into it. It's in the groove of things. No, we're like at nine. Oh. I think we're at nine or ten, bro. Wow, dang. We're going. We're going. But, you know, we're still building. So I'm glad we have a lot of listeners actually listening in and tuning in. So that's awesome. Yeah, thank you guys. Hope you have a good week. And we will see you in the next one. 